You're listening to Best Friends Catching Up. The Mark and Joe Show. <laughs> Man, is that a mustache I'm seeing? Uh, yes, it is. Trying it out. <laughs> Man, that thing is gorgeous. Yeah, it's a li- it's a little it's a little duster on the old upper lip. Man, I I really love mullets. You love I mullets, just, eh? I was thinking about it today. I was thinking about it today. <laughs> Dude, that's funny funny you say that. So on the road trip that uh we were just on, one of the guys, Colin McDougal, uh, otherwise known as Buckets, uh, one of the, <laughs> one of the night, apparently it's, it's not the first time he's gotten like a ridiculous haircut from his friends, uh, so that's a little bit of backstory, I guess, but uh, one of the nights on, when we were at uh, Cannon Beach on the coast, they just cut him a mullet. <laughs> Oh, dude! They see, cut him. They cut him just a, talking about. a lovely mullet, man. Like they actually did. It actually looks really good. Like once it, once it kind of got its legs after a day or two, it, it looked good. It was. See, that's the thing. Mullets are. It's. It's just. I love the whole for the boys mentality, yeah. and it is. It's. It's like the physical embodiment of for the boys. Yeah. It's. Uh. It's universally hated by women, but I <laughs> dare say, show me a man who doesn't love to see another man with a mullet man it was such a piece man like when we were walking back to the campsites from the mumford concert there like he was kind of ahead of us and he was kind of like walking around like he'd had a couple drinks and and i overheard people that like were not with us being like oh like look at it there he is there's the guy with the mullet (laughs) hey you become such an entity yeah yeah speaking of crazy haircuts um when you used to play well, rugby or any other sports growing up, did you or any of your teams ever do like crazy haircuts together? Yeah, we did. Um, we did when we went on tour in high school, we did um, frosted tips. <laughs> so we like bleached our hair. Wow. Like in sync style. So like I had like, except my hair, since my hair is so dark, the bleach didn't really take and it just kind of made it ginger. So I kind of had like the coloring of a Rottweiler on the tip and and on the back. It was like brown. It was like brown and and black. Dude, that's nothing. Yeah. Okay. That's nice. nothing. I mean, I appreciate it. I'm yeah. not gonna just shit all over you, but okay. <laughs> uh, but excuse me while I shit all over you. Yeah, um, bring it on. Uh, our high school, we went to. I mean, it happened a couple of times. We went to to a tournament out in New Brunswick, and I remember a couple of the lads had some like reverse mullets. Oh. Um, where it's just long on the top and all shaved at the back. Wow. Very fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember we went to a tournament down in Ohio. Oh, and, uh, dude. A bunch... You've told me about this tournament. You guys just got shit kicked, didn't you? <laughs> no, no. We shit kicked everyone. Oh, right. Did you know, Mark, that I don't want to digress too much from the story, but that tur- uh, that tournament in, o- in Ohio was the first time I ever dislocated my shoulder. Ah. That was that was my like origin story. Oh, but at this tournament, I'm not gonna say it like I was one of the people. Yeah, let's get real. So while you go shit all over my haircut thing, hey, I had like, a cut. You, I yeah. had the cut, Did but you? I didn't have I didn't have the dye. So guys shaved it, so they had a strip of hair across the top, <laughs> and then shaved at the very front. Shaved a, like a thick strip across the middle. Wow. So and then a thick mullet. What? It so was like bald with a mullet, but with stripes. Cut it, 
cutting going through the ball. This ear. was one stripe going from ear to ear, like a bow tied around what your jibs. in the world? Okay, and they had the strip was like their normal hair color, and then the mullets were just bleach blonde. Oh, what? It was That's the insane. most. So it was dude, two it was tone. Most, yeah, it was a two tone. It was like a lemur cut. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, but I got another story from that same tournament. Okay, so we. We went down there, and we were one of the best teams in Ontario uh, for us regular public school kids. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we're, we're pretty good, I would say. We're a good rugby team. And we, we go down there, and we're winning all our games, and we have one last game, okay? And it's versus a team, I think one of the very few teams in the tournament that was actually from the States. And it was a team from Ohio that was like a collection of – the best players in Ohio. Mm, Ohio State. Yeah, it was like Ohio State. Go State. But this team ah. was the most physically intimidating team that I've ever gone up against, ever. Wow. For just like comparatively for the stage yeah. we were at. Uh-huh. But we ended up, like, long story short, we ended up beating them by 40 points. Because nice. while they were physically like dominant, they just... It's like they took a bunch of football players who are just incredible athletes and yeah. like uh, taught them how to play rugby for maybe half a one year or not or even maybe not not even like one month like a couple practices. Yeah, they didn't have any strategy. It was, yeah, but uh, I so bet did a couple of the guys like go ham? Like, did they bosh some people? Uh, oh, guys! I think like six guys on our team got in. <laughs> That's the worst, dude. I we, hate winning games like that. You're like, what are we doing? We're just getting shit. Like, like, listen, guys, we are crushing them. <laughs> But I am scared shitless. <laughs> it's like you're winning, but you're still scared. Yeah. There was uh, I don't want to get too graphic on the show, but they had a <laughs> bunch of uh, they had a bunch of just huge like O line type guys, okay. which is like horrible for rugby. But back in high school, that that I, can kind of work. Did the psychology and too like the psyche. And uh, they had a couple just like really intimidating guys, and one of them was this like big 300 pound but just of a lot of muscle black guy oh god and he just our our guy our buddy uh tries to do a pick and go off the base oh. and he just turns the corner of the uh rock and this fucking guy just at the top of his lungs just yells not today <laughs> and, then, and then an expletive after that oh i think i can and, guess what he said and then he just pile drove him into the ground <laughs> Dude, on the opening kickoff, oh my, my, buddy, my buddy Alex Packer, who I went to high school with, good good friend, honestly. I haven't spoken with him in years. Dude, there you go. That's the guy you're catching up with. Yo, he's married now. It's Catch crazy. Catch up with him. I will. I will. Catch I'm up gonna with write Alex it Packard. Write it Packer. Down. Packer. Like fudge, like fudge Packer. Um, <laughs> and uh, he got just boshed illegally off the first kickoff. Yeah. In, in rugby, you're not allowed... You kick the ball off and you kick it nice and high so that you can get under it. But you're not allowed to hit the receiving player until they've caught it. You can go up and try to catch it yourself, but you can't just hit the guy defensively. Just like in football, like you can't hit the punt returner before yeah. he's caught it. Yeah, yeah. They they just smoked him like they three just, seconds oh. the ball. Injured. Out of the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> they just set the tone. Dude, that's so – thinking of that now, it's, it's terrifying. Just like that someone could just take your health away from you like that. Your so, odds of getting injured. So egregiously. I, like, it's it was so much higher back in high school. Mm. There's just a greater amount of discrepancy in size. Yeah, 100%. And 
I mean, you play in university, everyone cho- chose to be there, and they're kind of at least somewhat prepared for that. Yeah. Um, in high school, it's easy to just like, I'll play because my friends are playing. Yeah. You get, you to, just you get some, to miss a couple afternoons of school. Yeah. And you have but, some people that just, they just want to hurt people. They're just yeah. violent people. Yeah. Like, they don't give a shit about playing the game. 100%. Just, Those are the people that terrified me to bits. Dude, one of my fears in high school. <laughs> to bits. Dude, one of my. <laughs> <laughs> one of my fears in high school and it kind of just kept and it has it's rugby related and it just kind of stayed with me was um since i was so small like i was very small especially in high school mm-hmm. and uh so i was very undersized playing these like bigger kids and i thought that like if i got hit so hard that i would like shit my pants that would like never like that would not, that would be like that would ruin me for life. So before every game, like that's my main reason for taking a pregame poop. You you had like a superstition of taking a pregame poop. Yeah, but it was like it was kind of some founded reasoning. It was behind. preventative. Like if I get hit so hard that I shit myself, that would really be. I've bad. never. I don't think I've ever been in any game where anyone got hit so hard that they shit themselves. I know, and you do not want to be the first person, folks. You're listening to. An episode of Best Friends Catching Up. (laughs) (laughs) The Mark and Joe Show. I am Mark. And I'm Joe. Boom. Let's go! How you been taking your coffee lately? Black is the devil's dick. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You can't say shit like that to me. Why? Because you know I have the devil's dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that was rich. Yeah. Oh, man. Tastes so sweet, it must be sin. <laughs> dude, how are uh, how you doing? It's been a while. Dude, it's been uh, it's been a while, yeah. yeah it's it's been... oh, dude, I'm doing so freaking well. Work's going great. Yes, honestly, truly love. I love what I do, but I more than anything, I love the people I work with. Fantastic. It it is it's fucking fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, that's perfect. That's what you want. Your man, it, it yeah. kind of got it kind of got out to the upper management today that I have a podcast. Oh, and I don't know how I feel about that, <laughs> dude. That's kind of man, yeah, you. Yeah, just be, just be, hey, cord- uh, be cordial. Hey, jo- Joey Panetton, James Shear, Navida. If you're here listening to this, I love ya. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, all, it's all very chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, nice. That's wicked, dude. Glad to hear it. Dude, speaking of the upper brass, we got a fucking guest on today, don't we? Wow, we have. Uh, yeah, that's a great, what a great little, um, segue. Yeah, we've got, uh, my brother on the show today, Alex, Alexander Olivia Charette, but he usually just goes by Alex. Olivia? Ovila, sorry, that's it, Ovila. Oh, what the fuck? I'm like, jeez, I didn't know Did I say Olivia? Yeah, you called him Alexander Olivia Charette. No, I think I said Ovila. Yeah, maybe that's just my... 
my bad hearing, but I'm pretty sure that was his grandpa's <laughs> name. It's French. I can uh, respect that. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty badass. Yeah, we got my brother on the show today, folks. He's uh, so little backstory on Alex. He is my. I call him my brother because he's my brother, but he's he's my half brother. He's like ten years. Older you don't need than to me. say that. He's your brother. He's my bro. He's ten years older yeah. than me, so there's a pretty good little like age, age gap, and uh, yeah, he's just uh, he's an he's an awesome dude. He he's kind of like he showed me the ropes through mm. like many many ways, and we kind of had like an awesome we we had like an awesome little. I don't know. How do I say this? Like dynamic, dynamic, right? Cause like when I, when he was 10 years old, I was born and when he was 15, I was five. Like, you know what I mean? So he always just had these, I don't know. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, like he was just like my big bro. There's yeah. enough. Yeah. There's enough age difference that you guys aren't going to just like fight over dumb petty shit. Like, yeah. uh, and like I looked he, up he to was him a your, ton. He looked up. He he took care of you. Yeah, he took care of me, and yeah. like I looked up yeah. to him a ton. And yeah, it's, it's uh, it'll be awesome to catch up with him. Should we get him on? Let's get him on the pod. Yeah, let's not delay this let's, thing. I want him on. Yeah, perfect. That's what they do, Alex. these things oh, oh dude that's good. dude you sound really good oh that's good i like that wow dude that's like a nice deep baritone yeah mic pickup you got there it's chisel it's bose 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 too. you sound like an old school like uh, a 1950s radio host <laughs> <laughs> i guess take... we get it i get it from my dad yeah yeah i actually yeah uh joe did you know that that uh frank my dad was on the radio. He used and to he, do radio. He used to do radio hits, and he was on TV for a bit too, wasn't he, Alex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did CBC uh, stock reports on, uh, rather on CTV. Yeah, it was awesome. We would like see his little hit. Like he had like little three minute hits and stuff. Uh, and we would watch it on the TV. It was awesome. <laughs> so he was doing. Uh, he was doing yeah. the stock market like sell, sell, sell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, no, Matt- he, he's straight up OG man. Like back in the day, he was the only guy. Uh, doing stock reports on the radio. Uh, he'd do it at 12 and 5. He'd do like the gold quotes. He'd do BCE and all the stock quotes. And then didn't really give any advice, but it's what he did. It was pretty dope. Got a lot of clients for it. Yeah, it's smart. It's nice. very smart. That's genius. Yeah, we all, we would, I remember teasing him once because he was, um, he was like doing his sign off hit or whatever with, uh, oh, I wish I remembered her name. It was a weird name. It was like Rita Chaninelli or something. Or Re- Re- Rita Chelly. Yeah, that's it. Rita Shelley. Yeah, and yeah. He, he, so he like signs off. He's like, okay, thanks, Rita. And then he looks at the camera and he sort of did this. He did, he like looked at the camera and like shook his head like this, kind of. <laughs> he had like a little like bobble stare. And yeah, we, we gave him the, we gave him the gears. I remember okay. him saying that one of the hardest things he had to do for that was to just walk, like just be, just be filmed walking for like the video segment. He said yeah, it's yeah. really difficult. Oh, he, 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 uh, we, I remember watching his first TV episode and it looks like someone had a fucking gun into his back. <laughs> and I remember we said that afterwards. He's like, you're trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like this. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's, 
It's t- the so we, uh, Crankworks is going on right now in Whistler, and last oh. night, yeah. So it's like uh, for those of you who don't know, Crankworks is like a really big uh, mountain bike festival, I guess, where they have events every night, like or events during the day on the mountain. And uh, last night, Joe, the, the event last night was really similar to what you went to in the winter. Remember mm-hmm. when we went to Intersection? Oh, where, tell, oh I think you say Tell Us World and Ski. Well, yeah, so it's similar. The festival, I guess, is similar to that. But Crankworks is kind of like on a higher level, I would say. But the event we went to last night is um, it's called uh, Dirt Diaries, and it's like mountain bike videos shot by contestants. And and uh, why did I start talking about this? Oh, yeah, the, the best video, the, the best ones are the people who are acting like act over the top because obviously they're not going to be good actors. So if they act in crazy ways, it's kind of, it's more palatable than someone who's actually trying to like win an Oscar up there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, one of my yeah. buddies was actually had a submission into that this year. Really? Into, yeah. um, into, into Oh, no way. Cool. Yeah. Jamie blades. He, uh, he went on this big, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, his name is Jimmy Blades. Jimmy Blades. Jimmy Blades. I know, eh? Like, it looks like he should be in Mortal Kombat or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just, I just found out he was, uh, he had a, uh, a film in, and they toured, did they drive from BC to the Yukon? It was, oh, uh, dude, that's getting premiered tonight at the GLC. Yeah, yeah, it's my yeah. buddy Jamie. That's my buddy Jamie. He did all the filming for it because he uh, busted his knee up. He couldn't be actually on the, he couldn't be on a bike, but he was in the van. Oh no way! That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can shred yeah, too. I can rip. They so do you know much about it? Like they they biked from here to the Yukon or something like that. Yeah, they. Uh, well, he was. We were at a wedding two weeks ago, and he was telling me about it. And uh, he and these two other guys, I think they put fifteen hundred kilometers on their bike, uh, and they they biked from. I think they biked across the Yukon or to a lot. I can't remember what they did. Yeah. Unfortunately, but no, it was it was just an epic ride, and the nice. weather. was and he was yeah. like i was so happy to be in the van <laughs> <laughs> dude that's awesome joe joe's been getting uh have you still been road biking a little bit there joseph it kind of kind of died off but i've still been going like once a week yeah i haven't hit a you do it while you can boys because i don't it's the last thing i do right now is bike why yeah. why do you say that alex because there's no time bro i mean you're to oh. the office and back walk the dog dinner like i mean, I don't bike to work so it's yeah like, yeah, yeah I, I, hear you. I hear you on the pedals it is a it is an activity like I need to go for an hour to really feel like I push myself to. I guess I could go harder, go do some hills and stuff, but dude, you, I enjoy covering the distance. That's like what makes it satisfying. I just like being on a bike, man. It's freeing. You're like, yeah, I'm on a bike. But so in terms, like in opposite to what you guys are saying, I've been on the stationary bike at the gym because I can't do shit with my broken hand. Oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, this little guy. And I've been going so hard. It's crazy how hard you can like push yourself with intervals and stuff like that. I'm like I'm like drenched in sweat by the by by like a half hour in. It's crazy. Yeah, I want to do that, but the uh, the bike in our gym is pretty good. It's like a Schwinn, but it hurts yeah. my ass. I can't I can't sit on the damn seat for too long. I sit on the uh, I'm I'm on like the lazy boy recliner. Saddle <laughs> Yeah, you gotta wear. Oh you gotta get God. some. Uh, what do bikers use? Joe, have you started using gitch glue yet? Yeah, I no, I don't have gitch glue, but I, uh, Alex, I, I found the same thing. I first few times I rode my bike, I felt like someone just kicked me point blank right in the taint. Like it just <laughs> like, fuck, it hurt so bad I couldn't even right walk. I'm like, this is crazy. But uh, 
I bought myself a pair of the shorts that have the built-in padding. Oh, the mm-hmm. chamois. World, clutch. world of difference. It, wow. it's it's night and day. Yeah. Well, so you throw them underneath your shorts and your gravy. They're like spandex. Yeah, exactly. They're like a spandex. You can buy the ones that you like. I I'm not that much of a loser yet, so I I just have the ones I can wear underneath a pair of shorts. Yeah. But like, yeah, there's guys obviously wear the full skin suit and they like shave their legs and. I like to pass those guys. That's my. That's, that's my a good goal. Yeah, I'm going. For, I'm going for a cycle. Let me just put all this spandex it's gear on. So okay. fucking satisfying when I see someone a kilometer up the road, just and they're cold. like, you can already see they're wearing the gear. Yeah. Like, and I just get it's crazy. I can go like five kilometers an hour faster, easy, and it feels like uh, it feels easier. I just get this thing snaps in my mind like I will catch this person. Yeah. Just that like carrot in front of you uh, and i'm gonna and when i pass them i'm gonna fucking blow by them yeah. i uh <laughs> i i get i gotta get even yeah you just their, get in their in slipstream their, <laughs> i get in their slipstream and they're like they're like what the fuck <laughs> and then when i pass them i'm going like 15 kilometers an hour faster yeah i just destroy later. their spirit yeah that's good that's what the old man used to say Margie about yeah uh, i was just about to say, that. say i'd reel them in like all yeah. right yeah, that's what Dad would say when he was like running on the canal and stuff. He would see people far away and he would just reel them in. Shout outs to you, Dad. I'm, I know you're listening to this one. Oh, yeah. Listen to all of them, but this would be a good one for old FJC to listen yeah. to. What's up, Frankie? Oh, I, I was tickled last night. I got the text to you. I was like, whoo, I'm in. Yeah. I'm yeah. Up, Let's go. Hey, Best Alex. Catching uh, up. I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you, speaking of like all this exercising and biking and all that, I know that you're, you stay very active and you're, I, I know that that's important to you, but I, I just wanted to like ask you about your your exercising routine and kind of more than that, how do you I find for me it's easy for me to stay motivated for like two, three month stretches. I have like an immediate goal. Like I want to get in shape for when I go out to see Mark. So when I, we go out skiing, I'll be ready to go. But like it's hard I don't know, it's hard for me. Like it's a lifelong thing, you know? It's like mm. fuck. There's no yeah. end to it. Well, for me, it's, uh, I think you boys are still playing a lot of sports and being active. Uh, I don't anymore. Uh, I mean, you know, I play like beer league softball. I don't play men's league hockey. So this is my athletics and, you know, growing up playing sports, it's the, it's all I've got now being in the gym and you can be as competitive as you want. So that's where I get my gusto is like, okay, I'm going down to the gym at four or five o'clock and I'm going to send it and do this workout and, and lift weights. I don't know. It's just, it's just where I can be competitive. So, yeah, I, so you're like competitive with yourself kind of. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. I throw yeah. my tunes in and I just go. Like today I uh, today I did this truncated version of a workout called Murph. Um, oh, Murph. Yeah. let's go. Dude, yeah, everyone's doing, doing Murphs. Dude, oh, Murphs. Yeah. So I did, uh, <laughs> you run a mile. Real Murph is you run a mile, you do 100 kipping chin-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 air squats. Mm-hmm. But I can't I can't kip in my gym. And for those the listeners, uh, kipping yeah. is sort of uh, – the gymnastic chin up, I could just do. I just do uh, straight, like strict chin ups. Good man. So, so I put a, a twenty five pound weight vest on. I did fifty chin ups, a hundred push ups, and two hundred air squats, and then ran a mile. Sick, good lad. Fair. That's that's legit. Yeah. So that, that's the kind of shit I do, Joe. And then you sprinkle in some weights every now and then. And you just yeah. keep it going. But do I get bored sometimes? Yeah, man. Like you, yeah. you get a there little. There must be ebbs and flow of like. Totally. There must be highs where you're just so on it, and then there's some. I'm sure, right? Like, like everything in life, 
Oh yeah, it's, it, it, yeah. You just gotta mentally get through it, and that's what's, what you do. What's the old uh, adage where it's like it takes however many weeks to make a habit or something? Oh yeah. Well, it's, uh, I don't I know mean, what it's it a is. Ten thousand hour rule, right? To become a professional. Oh or something, yeah. But, but I was. But talking- I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that. Yeah, the. Uh, I think it's like, yeah, a certain amount of hours to make it a habit. Otherwise, it's your euchred. Yeah, like I man, I like. I, I think, I don't know, and things can change, but I'm definitely in the point where I just really do enjoy, like, pushing myself at the gym. And even when this thing happened, like I said, I just started, I was like, no, I can't let this really F with me. So I just started doing, like, leg press and ripping the stationary bike. And, yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm the yeah. same way. Mm. The thing The thing for me is where I maybe have my struggles is I sometimes have the loss of motivation to even do it at all. But if I do, when I do work out, I never have a problem with pushing myself. Like if I'm yeah. going to go to the gym, I'm going to go ham. Like I, I'm not just going to go there and half-ass it. Like, you know, I already, it's already enough for me to, to go. So but isn't there a gym in your, uh, your office now, Joe? There was, and that was amazing, Alex. I was working out, I worked out every single day for eight weeks. I think I missed so 40 work days in eight weeks, I think I missed like three days. Yeah, that's the biggest and, uh, thing, right? I mean, I, I there's a gym in my building. And I will say with confidence that if I had to go to a gym, be it Good Life or, or Movadi, whatever we have here, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, so convenience I can, I, is key. I hop in the elevator and zinc, I'm on the second floor. There's I'm, no I'm, excuse. It's right in your face. Right there. Yeah, you actually feel bad when you miss it. You're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I felt. Like there, there'd be times where... Um, and like, I would miss it sometimes, but I was just so in the groove that I would like, I, when I would go back to the hotel, I would go do a workout. Uh, I just had to get that workout in because it was just so accessible and easy to me that I felt like such a dog if I didn't do it. Oh yeah. Um, dude, like, that's Mark, the, yours is the, so close to you, dude. It's so, awesome. yeah, it's wicked. It's, it's on the drive anywhere. The I go, thing is though, the thing is I'm back in Kingston now. There's no gym in the office. I can't even, I can go for a run is it, is at lunch. Now you can't use Queens. No, you can, like, we have to pay for it, but, oh. um, I have a gym membership at the Queens gym. I have the membership, oh, you do? Yeah. Um, but I can't, my office isn't very close to Queens. Uh, it, I could drive there, but the, the problem is by the time I drive to the gym, do the workout, I have to shower and drive back. I can only work out for like 20 minutes, you know, and that's yeah, you not, just gotta, you just got to turn into a savage though. Like what, like what, uh, actually no, you're probably up very early for work. Eh? I, I, Honestly, though, am I? I am up early. <laughs> I've been thinking about this. I'm like, if I'm honest, the big thing for me about biking is I don't like going right at five. I've done a couple rides at five, and it's sketchy. What, in the morning? The there's just no in the p.m. Oh. Like, after work. Yeah. High there's traffic. Everyone, there's just too many cars. Like, yeah. the, the car aspect of me being on a bike, I'm very cognizant of the fact that this is – it's like a somewhat dangerous activity. Oh, people sure. are on a bike. Mucked in Ottawa right now. Like every day there's someone underneath the car. Oh, God. Yeah, it's because of the yeah. bike lanes, man. Those bike oh, lanes. Yeah. People don't know how to drive with them. Oh, yeah, you think you just pipe them in? Like, oh, this is fine. No, dude. Like, dude, yeah. and and cool. it's on. Okay, here's here's something that people might not like. It's, it's on the biker as well to be yeah. aware. Like you, if oh, you're yeah. just clipping down this bike lane. It, like just be aware don't 
don't be ignorant that like and people are bad drivers. You have to be. It's on you. People too. are bad drivers. You have to well, be uber defensive. That's yeah. a good point, Marky, because you'll be sitting, say, on Laurier, and you're in bumper to bumper at four thirty, but the bike lane's open, so you'll go to make the right turn, check your blind spot, check the intersection again, and then proceed. But a biker who's going thirty, yeah, it's it, going it, so it now fast. comes into your home, yeah. and he just he or she thinks like, well, this is my right away, yeah, yeah, and that's when they get cranked. Like maybe maybe when you're coming up to an intersection on your bike break a bit and maybe reduce your speed a bit don't just go yeah. flying through the intersection don't be it's don't be brilliant. naive yeah like yeah just, yeah exactly uh, anyhow i it, it's a yeah. it's, it's a terrible uh turn of events here in ottawa there's this big battle all the time but really i mean it, oh yeah yeah because the, the city's trying to force the city to be more of a um a, a cycle friendly commuter city kind of like europe but mm-hmm. as you know mark this is a this is a driving city man we we are spread out you got canada all of ottawa is real. yeah like, like yeah. ottawa is a driving city as much as the city doesn't want to believe it so yeah uh you know they're trying to put the infrastructure in but it, there's a lot of uh the that say the uptake is pretty pretty large yeah, on the- yeah. hey uh alex i got a question for you what Pro. was so you um you went to bishops and had your university experience there what um what was it like like coming to visit me and my friends at university like 10 years after you did it essentially and like seeing me like because for me it was new it was like a new experience and when i visited you at bishops i was so young i hardly remember yeah. all all i remember from visiting you at bishops were two things uh the inside of your like dorm room wall when you like what you do you like broke your did you break your leg or something my foot yeah you broke your foot and something like you just you just had yeah wreck soccer or something and you just had (laughs) like essentially like chick like you had cut out girls from magazines just plastered on the inside of your dormitory door it was ladies of the pod it was tasteful (laughs) it was maxim girls it wasn't uh smut Dude, it wasn't and, full frontal, like full spread. No, it wasn't full tapping. No, it was just it was, it was very tasteful. Tastefully <laughs> done. Yeah. And then the other thing I remember was just the uh, like people telling me to do earmuffs at the football game because the chants were just so oh, like yeah. outrageous. They're red, they're white, they fuck the mothers every night. Yeah, it was yeah. a good, we had, we had a good go over. Yeah, yeah, there was and, some. And then the Queen's boys, <laughs> Queen's Lacrosse came in and, and stole the till from the bar. That was a good day. The, Queen's Lacrosse oh. did what? Yeah, Queen's Lacrosse came in. So the first time they came in, uh, they two of their players stole the till from the from the loft bar at Bishops. Whoa. So no the way. next year when they came in, yeah, next year when they came in, we played them. Uh, we were fucking on them, and they actually got a police escort off the field. I was gonna say the till, yeah. as in yeah, like the, the money. Yeah, yeah the, the money. money. Dude, that's the money. like a that's like a crime. that's not like a ha 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 prank. That's a no, full on fucking theft. It was yeah, full man. legit. Yeah, I, I don't know what the outcome of it was, but so the next time they came through. We were pretty heavy on them, so that yeah, was a good one. But so to answer your question, Mark, yeah, it was pound for pound exactly the same. Like just you know, the boys fucking booze everywhere, and but when you've removed yourself so much from it, you're just it, you try to get back into it. But the 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 hardest thing was like going to bed. You know, like, I don't want to sleep on this fucking. Couch oh now. yeah, yeah, it's so true. I can <laughs> see that. Yeah, but yeah, no, but I mean, like playing soccer, <laughs> playing, like cleaning the living room and playing soccer when you lived in that ten-person pad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah t- soccer, and then also um, uh, yeah, going to the rink and playing with you and Joe oh, and Emil at the rink. That. That, that was, was so an, great. Man. Dude, Teddy an, Taggart had my fucking skates or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, we, <laughs> <little> <laughs> house. Dude, we were like, what the fuck? Teddy has my skates. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the girls' Queens hockey team came out, and they were just relentless. That was yeah, so dude, they fun. were. Awesome. I uh, I always quote. I, I I'm glad you reminded me that that was the time the girls' hockey team was out there. Yeah. That was one of the best times I ever had at that ODR. Yeah, that was a it, it was the ODR. perfect mix. The girls' hockey team they brought a level of organization and actual like passing and teamwork that mm. doesn't always get seen at the ODR. <laughs> But like we were a comparable skill level, I would say to some of them were amazing. But like we didn't have to, you didn't have to check off with them. You you could play yeah. off these girls. Yeah. Like all yeah, right, yeah. play some hockey. Yeah, it was wicked. The one of them was because we were playing posts and crossbar. The one of them was just sniping every time she got the puck okay. on the stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember I threw like a dinner plate from half. I was on a breakaway and someone yes, was reeling me in, and I literally <laughs> threw like a saucer pass and it just went quick i was like i'll take that thank you yeah just boys uh, at it. yeah boys don't mind me you just keep this thing going but i uh i've been working out every day this week and i i missed it today because there's a bunch of bunch of shit going on i'm just gonna pop off do about like 40 50 push-ups and come back you guys <laughs> keep this thing going keep the momentum going viewers he's actually doing this that's way, so. that's hilarious this is a first this is joe's uh or there might be a movement at hand. I don't see. A, I don't see an up and down. See so who knows. Joe's Joe's lifting segment. You know the uh, the other sort of like question. Not really a question, but something that was really cool about growing up with you as an older brother was getting to know all of your friends and like looking up, like looking up to them as well. In, in a way, it was kind of cool. Like just getting to know, uh, like just a bunch of guys that are oh, like ten, bombers ten years, and Demansky, yeah, and like Craig and. And it, like and yeah, all all the boys and like playing road hockey with you guys and you Big guys would, like yeah, you guys would, like always have me around. And yeah, remember when you threw that party uh, at your place on Anuka when I was in like grade oh, eleven or something oh, like that? Oh, do we get into this? Yeah, the old man's gonna be listening. Yeah, that was uh, a boy, Joey. Look a little flush. No, that was a oh. good. Oh, yeah. you just hopped out of the car. I'm like, you're gonna earn your stripes tonight, kid. Here we yeah. go, dude. Let's go. I might do fifty more at some point. <laughs> oh my god that hurts <laughs> I was going back to what you were the comments you're saying there Marky, is uh, I it was a dope relationship you and I had we were so far apart that it was never a situation where you know some brothers were like it's my little brother like it that was we were so far apart that I was that you can't do that you're yeah. 10 years old I am so I was just yeah. stoked to have you around I remember gearing you up in, in like road hockey gear and putting you in net, and I remember I rifled the ball off your giblets, and you almost started to cry. But I was like, no, 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 no! And I threw my cage on top of you, and I was like, stay there. And I ripped another ball off the cage, and bing! And you're like, that didn't hurt. <laughs> exactly. Let's get this going. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I remember just like always wanting to play catch with you and stuff like that, just ripping down the street. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, we, yeah, send them, like down uh, Ernie Brady Lane, sending yeah, the big just, bombs down it. Yeah, mm. yo, it's crazy how narrow. Okay, uh, it's crazy how narrow that laneway actually is. I remember it being so huge. Like oh, when you're yeah. a kid, you're you remember things to be such different sizes, and you go back and visited where you grew up, and you're you look at the mm. laneway and you can't believe how short it was and how friggin' narrow it is too. Oh yeah, so I I'll, I got um. I was like, I say, oh, I was partying with a few of your boys a couple weekends ago from the long weekend. Were you? Oh, up at yeah. the cottage? Robbie, Robbie, as Dab would say, the stash ash and uh, Lazo. <laughs> nice. Robbie and, and Lazo. Uh, Let's go. Wow. And then, and then uh, one of your homeboys, Sam. Sa oh, Donnie? 
He is a grizzled veteran. That <laughs> is, he, is, he, is Sam still just a unit? Dude, Dude. he's like, what's up, Sherat? I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> calm down, bud. Oh, my God. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Hit the oh, brakes. Yeah. Yes. We had a good time. And uh, we, we partied. It was at the pig roast up at the cottage. And then mm-hmm. uh, we zipped down. I dropped Dane off. And I we went back over to the ashes. And they had a bit of a throwdown. And then Lazo was making Caesars at 1.30 in the morning. I'm like, that's heavy. <laughs> That's heavy, boys. Oh, oh, that's awesome, man! Shout outs to those boys. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Robbie Ash, like, speaking of boys, like Robbie Ash is looking kind of he's he's a big boy, he's stacked. Oh, dude, he's been hitting the gym, man. He, uh, we didn't we like call him up a couple months ago, Joe, after we did a podcast just to like shoot the shit with him. Yeah, you know, we called him and he was sitting in his <laughs> office at like, <laughs> and he asked for the phone and he immediately he was like scrambling to mute. <laughs> the conversation because we were just we i don't know we didn't know he was sitting in his office he had like this nice uh brick wall behind him it looked like some kind of nice loft or something yeah but uh yeah no so robbie's yeah, looking robbie's looking pretty stacked yeah he's, he's a big kid yeah, yeah. Like he's a big he's a big dude and then no so that was uh that was it. Yeah, it was Sam, uh, Lazo, and Robbie. And I just nice remember one. meeting Sam. He's like, oh, you're Shredder's older brother? And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah. man. Dude, that's great. That makes me happy. Let's go. That makes me happy. Yeah, it was a good time. It was, uh, it was, it was a remember, fun time. Speaking of being at the cottage, remember that time we pulled, we accident. I was with Lazo and Joe and among other people. And we, or no, it might have just been us three. And we, uh, we got lost on the way to Robbie's parents oh, cottage we're talking about that today yeah and we we got lost on the way to the cottage and these are like back roads this is up a in crazy Quebec. story guys there's, crazy like there's not yeah we didn't really know where we were going we knew where we were going but we made a wrong turn so we just pulled into a random driveway well and for the listeners this is up on 31 mile lake not mcgregor for those of you who've been to the right to the shrek yeah. compound yeah so it's up on 31 mile and we pull into a driveway just to turn around completely random yeah, no clue like and uh we pull in and uh, we look into the window of the cottage and then the people in the cottage start looking at us and then so one of someone in the car is like oh shit that looks like your brother mark and, and i was like oh i think that is and then alex just puts both hands in the air he like claims <laughs> it in the middle of the window and we get out of the car and just yeah hang out for a while it's such a hilarious encounter oh yeah the back window just rolls down i'm like Hey, that's my brother. Like, no, 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 come on in here, have some yeah. fucking cocktails, and then we'll send you back over to the Ashes Cottage. Yeah, we did, yeah. dude. Yeah. Oh, that was a good time, boys. I was actually told that story today. Yeah, such an awesome little run-in. Oh, that, was, that was a good send. That was a lot of fun. So how's uh, how's it going up on 31? Like, Alex is a, for our listeners, Alex is a brand new cottage owner Pro- on 31. He's a proud cottage owner. He's a proud cottage owner. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bra, bra. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a blessing, boys. It's, uh, it's out of this world. It's something that I've experienced my whole life, but, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's wild, man. It's just work. It's work that I love doing. Yeah, uh, we got yeah. a good. We just have a great base up there. I mean, up on the lakes there. I'm, I'm fourth generation. My wife Dana is fifth, and so, wow, uh, beautiful water. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, we got the, we got a, a whaler, we got the tinner, and I'm just. Uh, so blessed and just so happy. Just Dude, can't that's wait. man, that's you, man. That is, I'm happy, so happy for you as well. Yeah. Dude, you, I'm all, it's like cheering up a bit. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't wait to share it with you and Jojo. And but Dude, Mark, I was gonna say, I'm gonna be tearing up if we don't get an invite soon. She's <laughs> <laughs> an open door, boys. Don't you worry. Come on, now. I know, I know. Yeah, that's no, that's we're that, super happy. 
Nice. That's awesome. Sweet yeah. one. So Yo, I boys, uh, not to not to change it, it up too much, but what's your take on all, uh, everything that's been going on in Hong Kong lately? Whoa. That's a real mix-up. Yeah, I'm trying to piece it all together. I, I respect it and understand it, and and but I think it'd be I don't know I don't want to say naive because they, they're they're a free market economy there. But yeah, I mean they are part of China, so I, I just it's like this weird thought that I have. And I'm like, well, it was going to happen at some point. I, I got it. Very, it's very like intense. I think. Oh like, yeah, it's terrible. It's right on. It's right on the brink of like something very seriously fucked up happening. I feel. A good old fashioned civil uprising. Yeah. Oh, this is like some French Revolution type shit. And, Ooh, yeah. Charles Dickens. Look at that. Taylor <laughs> Mark, wait, wait, 10 English. We read that. Mark skipped that period. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I watched I watched Les Miserables. Isn't that about the French Revolution as well? The Miserables? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Look down. Look down. Boy. Don't look him in the eye. Well, Joe, what's your take on the whole uh, Hong Kong situation? My yeah, friend? enlighten me because I'm pretty, pretty. Yeah, Mark, uh, you, you did some enlightening. <laughs> no, I said enlighten me. I said I'm pretty removed. Okay. Well, I don't know that much about it, honestly. But uh, my take <laughs> on it is, <laughs> well, I was hoping you guys would tell me. <laughs> my take on it is it's, I'm watching it of all the things, political thing, type things that have happened in the last I don't know, so ever many years since I've been a quote-unquote adult, I've not really given a shit or, like, paid attention. But this I'm I'm actually starting to pay attention to a little closer. Uh, I just find it so... It's so interesting to me. Like, this is a true modern day... This is, like, what modern revolution looks like. This, I don't think this is... as This thing has got legs, boys. It's been, sure. like... 10 but weeks this, in a row that they've been protesting. This happens like every month down in South America. That's the fucked up I thing. know, but this is different though because it isn't like some backwater South American protest about some <laughs> unfair dictator. Honestly, I don't want to sound insensitive. Well, no, no, argue, yeah. I know, but I, I see what you're South saying. American listeners are going to get <laughs> sh- shredded. <laughs> no, but I, I kind of see what you're saying. This is, in, in terms, this is yeah. time. Right, like this is a global power. Mm. This is like uh, this is like if Manhattan had, uh, yeah, like protests, citywide protests, ten weeks in a row, mm. protesting like Trump or something. This it's really uh, a kind of an unprecedented, unprecedented modern event. I feel. I, yeah. I just think. I think you're right, Joe. The it's stakes a- are very high too. Like they've gone, China. My uh, impression of China, obviously, we have a very westernized impression of China, but my impression of China is like they're not going to just let these guys go back to living their regular life if this thing ever just fizzles out. You know, sure. there's going to oh, be no. some serious repercussions to pay. Yeah, yeah, like, you're they're, right. They're going to get the iron fist of China twofold. They're, they're leaving and, it like, yeah, there's consequences to like action and inaction. Like, if it, yeah. it's also just such a pivotal kind of in this age of manipulated news and fake news and it's so easy to kind of get whatever message you want to cross and if you have the power you can you can influence the right people and you know we're i don't want to sound too like tinfoil hat but obviously there's a lot of kind of unseen forces that that mm. push push things oh. in the world and i think that this whole thing with like uh, them fighting extradition 
and how Hong Kong is kind of like one of the last frontiers of uh, at least vocal opposition of how China does things, right? Because they kind of are their own entity and they, because of this extradition law, they can't be extradited as of now. You can actually speak your mind in Hong Kong and be politically openly against China. It's kind of just only uh, filtered back over into China. I think in '94 they were a, a, an English colony up until then. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Ninety. Ninety-four. Uh, Ninety-eight. It's like very recent. Yeah, Either that's, way, that's that's. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty wild. I remember watching it. it. Actually, happened in the summer. We had it on the rabbit ears up at the cottage. It was. Uh, it was a really fascinating time. Hmm. The and then. I had one more thing to say about, it. oh, and the other thing I find so interesting, and this is basically like, I'm getting a lot of this type of a perspective from Reddit, and I don't, obviously, I want to take that with a grain of salt. Like, I know that these are people who are not necessarily educated on the topic we're talking, but there are some people who are Chinese who, by whatever means, are accessing Reddit, and they're posting, and they're saying, like, I live in China, and basically, like, our impression of what's going on there is so fucking different than what the rest of the world sees. You know, like, they think, like, uh, there's honestly people in China who, like, believe that they've paid actors, like, the U.S. has paid actors to, like, hold these protests to, like, undermine Chinese authority and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's some straight-up 1984, what the fuck's that book? But, like, I think it's called 1984. Dude, it's straight out of that book, man. It's so, and that's one of my favorite books. I can't believe I, like, couldn't remember the title, but. Well, you said it. Yeah, yeah, I the doubt title it is nine, The title's 1984. Yeah, that's my take on it, boys. <laughs> without dude, that it. was that was a quite a robust opinion, dude. That was good. That was enlightening. I appreciated that, Joe. My good rant. Thanks for the compliment. I really like the the use of robust. Mm. Yeah, See, I feel like it. people should be using the word robust to describe me in in many ways. Dude, well. that, <laughs> dude, that's good. Yeah, take that to the bank. I'm robust. That was robust. That'll be my epitaph on my on my gravestone. Oh. He was so robust. Dude, that's another. <laughs> I didn't really know. So, is epitaph only for gravestones? Epitaph is like your final like words of your life that you oh. that in a sense of like pu- published. Like, uh, say, like Julius Caesar died or something, and he wanted his final he said, words to be a two like, brute. Wasn't yeah, that it? I, well, yeah, that wasn't really his epitaph because it wasn't. It was kind of under. Uh, a forced circumstance, but hey, boys, killed on my birthday. No big deal. Who Julius Caesar was killed on your birthday? No, wait, no. Uh, uh, Ides of March. Um, was it? No, was it Caesar? Beware yeah. the Ides of March. Yeah, beware the Ides of March. Who was taken down on my birthday? No, oh, that wasn't Caesar. That was like the Greeks. Hold on. Oh, have you guys checked out the new Rick Ross uh, uh, album? Yeah, I've not. No, is it good? No. <laughs> Well, because you know the story about Rick Ross, right? Yeah, but didn't he use, wasn't he didn't like a car I don't know shit about Rick Ross. I know Rick Ross is like a meme more than anything. Yeah, Daisy assassination of Julius Caesar. Thank you very much. No, oh, nice one. I, I know Rick, because you know the story of Rick Ross, right? I mean, he's he's a fucking phony. Yeah. He, he, well, like, he just stole actual free Ray Ricky Ross's story. He was a jail right. guard. Himself. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't a car salesman. He's a jail, so, jailman. So cheap. Yeah. That's cheap. Yo, dude. You, oh, that's great. Do you know the you know that uh, phrase chait? You just yeah. said it. Yes, no. Okay. Well, I, so it's I don't know. Do you, how would you use it in a sentence? Like, oh, that's chait. Well, I just like it's so chait. Like it's 
just so bogus or it's bogus or, or like or yeah it's just like, not it's like more terse way of saying it yeah oh great word by the way alex i love that Ooh. word terse uh okay so apparently there was this drug dealer in oakville named uh should i use his full name just maybe. the first yeah. name Chate okay. McGavin. well his first name was chater and maybe his last name was like jabron or something Eight. uh <laughs> yeah and apparently he would always uh like whenever he would sell people weed, he would never give them the right amount. And so then this phrase started that like someone would say, Oh, that's chait. Like, Oh, really? you just got, got chated or like, Oh, that's chait. And then like, urban a, dictionary that. Yeah, sure. Fire it up. Dude, that's, that's pretty. I like that. I don't Dude. care if that's not the true story. I choose to believe. Yeah, Originated in Oakville, Chait roughly describes a shitty dealer just coming up short. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, we're dropping facts on this pod. Man, just we're, dropping knowledge, boys. Yeah, we are dropping knowledge. Oh, oh great. That's what a, hey, what a good hey, Alex, oh, uh, fired up. There's, uh-huh. there's one last thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, so I know after... I don't know if it was after university or at, at some point when you were in your early twenties, you went, you were out in Whistler yourself for yeah, right after for, university for two years, right? Or uh, no, about a year. year, about a year. Did you always like, obviously your brother went out there and he, his brother, Mark went out there and stayed out there pretty much indefinitely at this point. Like, did you ever consider that as something that you would do like stay out there for five years potentially oh yeah or did you always know you'd be coming back after a year like what was going through your mind at that time well i I went out with the intention of being out there and uh for all you lovely listeners out there i uh (laughs) had fake graduation so i was out there and flights were booked for me to come home for graduation and uh three weeks prior to a letter landed at my mom's house saying that i was not graduating because I had the amount of credits, but not the right amount of courses for the degree I was getting. And I was an OAC, and a bunch of my credits were supposed to carry over for the degree I was getting. In o- OAC economics. is, um, oh, sorry to grade, cut you off, OAC is grade 13 for people, yeah. for our younger listeners who don't Correct. know that. Alex was in the last, uh, yeah, Alex was in oh, the last, second, last, second, second last, last year of grade 13, which is cool. Oh, dude, turn 19 in, in high school? Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Anyhow, so I was... Uh, I was out there and then had to come home and I was setting my life up to be living out in Whistler, but I had to come home and go back to school and take three, uh, one economics course, three, two economics courses and one accounting course. That was super awesome. So <laughs> answer your question, Joe. Uh, yeah, I had every intention of staying out there, but do the head fake of graduation, which actually at the actual graduation, the following year when I graduated, one of the homies, when they called my name out, yelled out, are you sure? And mom really loved that one. Oh, uh, dude. Okay, was this like, was this mishap of miscalculation of credits to courses? Was this something that you were aware of? Or was this an honest mistake? Or were you like, ah, like maybe they're not going to like, uh, maybe they're not going to oh, know. Oh, this no, kind of thing. no, it was, uh, it was a total fuck <laughs> off. Like I, I called my dean and I barked at my dean. And he said, well, it's your responsibility. I was like, I sat in your office, dude. We went through everything. I left school at Christmas of uh, my fourth year because I had had, I had 92 credits. Oh, so you, oh, so you did three and a half years. Yeah. And uh-huh. because of my OAC credits carried over. Yeah. Um, but I was like three classes, three courses shy, but I had the amount of credits. So I had to come home and finish them off. 
Dude, the weirdest part of that story for me is that you like went to sit with the dean to go over your like courses and shit. Because like, I flipped hell? it, I jumped out of business to political economics. So okay. I business into and a political science. So I had to sit with the dean of political science and. Oh, whatever. the dean of the faculty. Yeah, that's yeah, not the dean okay. of the school. Dean of the faculty. I was like, what the hell? No, but you want to know at the end of the day, it was kind of fortuitous or yeah. serendipitous. Everyone to look at it that it happened because. Uh, it put me on the career path that I'm on now, and fuck, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm super happy. So yeah, dude, that's man. It's interesting how, like, the avenues that your life takes, eh? Totally, man. I mean, like, you know. it's it's crazy. Like, who knows if you? Yeah, it's it's very interesting you know, to you think know what about. My opinion, the, my opinion of that is is that everyone has a story. Every well, not everyone, but a lot of people have a story. Like, oh, I'm so glad this like seemingly bad or random thing happened to me because it set me on this path that I'm very happy. I think people who are happy generally will always find a way to be happy. Mm, like yeah. say, say those credits never did. You, you, it was all worked out the way you had planned and you had stayed out in Whistler. You probably would equally be happy. You'd probably be saying, Oh man, like I'm so glad I made that decision to come out here mm. because I'm, I'm so happy in what I'm doing. I think Oh, if Joe, you're, you're totally the type right, of bud. disposition yeah, yeah. to be happy, no matter what situation you're put in, you're gonna make it work and you're gonna and find some joy in your life, right? Like I, I was gonna you wanna watch Joe, you beat me to the punch. I was gonna say that exact same thing. Had I just posted up and, and cruised and whistle, I'd be doing what Mark's doing, you know, making it making it work and, and striving it. I mean the old adage is, you know, lemons the lemonade, right? So you just sort of make the best of your situation and don't get down on yourself and yeah, like you know, like you boys are doing. Look at you, Joe. Fuck, you're fighting it through. You, you've got your dream engineering job. Fuck yeah, I did, boys. Yes, let's go. Let's go. That a boy. Mark yeah. Happen working in a property management, which I think is a great niche play for you. So that's mm-hmm. awesome. Buddy. Yeah, doing the old pivot. I ain't gonna that's be. I'm not gonna be slaving away every summer for for years to come. Dude, you know much. those properties are gonna have the fucking crispest gardens oh. on the lot. <laughs> you know. You know, hey, listen, Alex. It's uh, been such a pleasure having you on the podcast and catching up, and yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, brother. Nice, Boys, this is the nice best. To see I was super stoked. I hope the listeners liked it. We're not not a whole bunch of uh, laughing and moaning and groaning, but uh, you know, a little bit more of an adult dose today. But uh, yeah, well, definitely, man, no, brother. Think, yeah, I think we, we bought, kept it pretty spicy. Yeah, we oh, kept yeah? it spicy, no doubt. That's yeah, true, boys. Yeah, thanks. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I was yeah, going to say, uh, I mean, I, you know, I want to get a sponsorship shout out here. So let's talk some dollars and uh, you can get to Charette, the Charette group to sponsor uh, Best Friends Catching Up. Fuck hey! this. I like it. Here we go. We got two sponsors. Let's go. Oh, send it, boys. Send it. Absolutely. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a real nice uh, curated sponsorship uh, me- message at the end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that, listeners. Stay oh, tuned I like for it. That. I'm all over it. Yeah, perfect. All right, Alex, uh, it's been a treat, brother, and uh, love you. Take care, and we'll chat soon, I'm sure. Oh, boys. Love you, boys, too. Uh, this, is a, this is a real treat. Appreciate it. Uh, watching you two do what you do. Um, I didn't, you know, being the interviewee, I, I didn't get to fire the questions back, but uh, just seeing you two boys do what you're doing just puts a smile on my face because it reminds me of me and Mikey and... Uh, you know, Mike, Marky knows Mikey Boy real well. And uh, yeah, it, I've, I have friendships that I met back in university that we're still rocking. And even nice. when we were out, I was out west with you, Mark, 
we saw some of them boys and uh, you know i haven't talked to those boys in 10 years and it's just like it, the yeah. switch just flips boys so keep it going really proud of you guys i listen to it all the time and thanks for having me on oh awesome brother fuck yeah what a pleasure all right take care alex we'll see you Bye later boys. bye-bye Oh boys, that was Boom, that was a doozy. Nice. That was a lovely was little nice. interview. And uh, we're we're bringing you guys a little something special, a little something we've never done before. We uh we just couldn't get off the line with Alex, and we got to talking. And we said, "Fuck it, let's do the outro with him." <laughs> so uh, I'm honored, boys. This is a, it's a good. We just had some good uh, some good shenanigans. Joe flexed for us. It's I I couldn't hang up the phone. Yeah, yeah we're just flexing for each other, showing each other uh, showing each other off, talking about pheromones. It was very uh, yeah. Joe's going to go to CrossFit now, we think. Dude, dude yeah. I'm not going to CrossFit. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I got a ways to go before I can rock the tarp off at CrossFit. But <laughs> Nothing better, buddy. Just wait for that day. It's very liberating. Oh, dude. Hey, so, I, yeah, so, boys, I got yeah. – listen to this. So, we fucking uh, – my buddy, my buddy messages me on Sunday. Nikki just got back from her trip, right? So, she's back uh, midweek. She's been back for less than a week now. And my buddy messages me. He's like, Joe, what are you doing uh, tomorrow? And uh, tomorrow being Sunday. And I said, and I messaged him Sunday morning saying, oh, I'm not much. Like, I'm like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And he's like, yeah, let's get out in the boat this week. And he's got a, <laughs> he's got a tinner with an 18 horsepower. Uh, like yes. out, and the kind where you steer it by like yeah. turning the motor. For yeah, sure. The yolk, you know? it's you a, I call them a yoke driven tinner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a yoke. It's a and so we're, we're coming down to the lake and I've been out in this thing before and it was fucking intense. Like we, we took it an hour down the lake past Gananoque out to like Gordon Island. We camped out on the Island. It was a great night, but on the way back, it was very calm on the way out. Cause we went in the evening, but on the way back, came back in the middle of the day. It was just like, we're riding in like two meter swells on Lake Ontario <laughs> in this fucking tinner. We got, garbage bag ponchos like full garbage bag gear everything's in garbage bags we had to stop at the marina in gananoque to regas. people are literally looking at us like we're fucking insane people are like laughing at us we're like guys it's really unsafe they're like we're like oh no we got this we get back we're literally bailing water out of this boat for the last like 10 minutes of the boat ride it, we had like water past our ankles in the boat and uh <laughs> But that's not even like the story I want to tell you. We go out, my buddy, and this boat's kind of past hands to another buddy now. Um, and he says to me, let's go out in the boat. And we get we get out uh, down in the water. And we're just so, like, I'm so gung-ho. Nikki's with us. And I'm kind of remi- remembering this time when it was so choppy and so intense. It was like a fucking Navy SEALs exercise. <laughs> like, uh, well, Nikki, she's pretty badass. Like, she'll handle it. Like, she's... Like I'm kind of nervous it. about it, but like, I might get yelled at in the car on the way home. But she's got yeah, it. exactly. It's like <laughs> we're gonna survive. We're all gonna be wearing life jackets. Um, but we get there and like water's looking a little choppy, you know. And if it's looking choppy from land, once you get out there, it's like three times worse, yeah. you know. Like as you guys probably know, but so we uh, we get the boat launched. We're out in the uh, we dock it up, get in the boat. We we go out. Motor starts right away. And our buddy's kind of like, wow, like that's pretty, like I did some work on this thing. He had just cleaned it all out. Him and his dad took, look, took a look at the motor, fixed it all up. And he's stoked. He's like, damn, this thing usually is a little more finicky. Like it started up good. We go 100 feet out, motor cuts out. Mm. And now we're like, we're in, we got out. We went just far enough to kind of get out of the marina area. So yeah. the calmer water is behind us. 
Wow. Within like five minutes, we are already pushed 200, 300 meters down the lake. Oh. We were just getting pushed and we were going into rocks. And you're like, Kingston, it's yeah. just some gnarly, like big boulder breakwater type shit. Just and coming in with pace. Dude, we're coming in. Me and him, first of all, it was me and Nikki paddling and we were just going nowhere. So like yeah. my buddy, I'm like, you got to get up here. We got to fucking paddle this boat. And we were just go full Spartan, like hero effort to try and paddle it back to the marina. But we've already been pushed like 200 meters. It's we're fucking paddling at full tilt and we're going like one meter a minute. Oh, it's uh, it's intense. And like we were getting kind of turned. It was so hard to keep the boat straight because as soon as it would kind of get turned and it would be kind of sideways against the waves and then you're just getting pushed more and more. Yeah. And I, man, I had to come because I was like the stronger, the bigger guy, the stronger paddler. I had to like, I'm like, step in, switch sides with me right now. And I jumped to the other side because it was going in rocks. And I was just like solo fucking. Oh. Like, I was putting in 30 second goat, like fucking goat in the mountain, just, just shifts, like the, just, just working like in my Troy, ass. Like, what were they, uh, the, the marauders or whatever they were? In yeah. Troy? They just like yeah. took off with a beachhead? Athenians. <laughs> but, uh,. <laughs> Achilles. <laughs> yeah, dude, Achilles was right. We Achilles. finally, there's two fucking ladies drive by us on Cedus, and we're kind of, there's people on the shore looking at us kind of like, they're kind of like not even laughing because they're like, holy shit, uh, these people are fucking idiots. Yeah. And uh, we yell out to this lady, and I'm fucking pointing at this rope on her boat, and I'm pointing at the oar, and she's like, what? What? And we're like, tow us. Fucking, you got to tow us. So she rips over in her Cedu. And I'm holding her hand to keep the two of us together while my buddy's like leaned, like feet dangling off the front of the boat, trying to tow a rope to the back of her sea do. We're going into the fucking rocks. I'm trying to hold your hand, paddle in one hand. Oh, God. We finally uh, get tied up just in like the nick of time. And then she tows us back. We're not even going that fast, like slower than the boat could go on its own. And we are just getting whitewashed from the fucking waves just just slamming us in the front of the boat we finally make it back to the marina because of the momentum and like we don't have any way to stop when she kind of turned off the throttle we were like going into the dock hard and we had to like use our paddles to stop we kind of hit it anyway and then we kind of got like yo-yoed we were pulling her into like another boat it was just this utter what a calamity, man! Snickets, like yeah. Dude, did I? Uh, we get it back, and I, I look to my buddy. I'm like, "You think we can get this thing started again?" And both fucking him and Nikki look at me like, "Are you fucking insane?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, but honestly, it was such a. It was. I never felt like we were really in danger. Like I was wearing a life jacket. I'm a great swimmer. I know everyone says that, but. We were 100 meters off the shore. Worst comes, mm. like, yeah, it wasn't my boat, so I wasn't that worried about the boat, but... No. Dude, situations like that can really fire you up and, like, charge you up and give you, like, a sense of, like, purpose and, like, they're yeah. almost, they're, like, adrenaline-fueling experiences. It was, like, uh, it was great to be in a position where it's, like, you need to act. No one's going to help you. No, it's like, yeah. I'm the mat- I'm the responsible one on this boat. Like, me and my buddy... We need to fucking come up with a plan and get like this figured out because we could get pushed a fucking kilometer down the sh- down the lake yeah. in a matter of ten minutes, mm-hmm. and then what? We got this, yeah. So yeah, dude, fuck yeah, dude. That's want, a, want to share that dude, with you guys. That's, that's that's a good story, man. That story of heroic paddling 
is brought to you by uh, our sponsors on Best Friend Catching Up. And that's right, folks. You heard it. I said sponsors with an S. Uh, first and foremost, our long, our long-time sponsor, um, the Pelican uh, Fish Market and Grill, Seafood Market and Grill down in Ottawa. Uh, go get yourself a nice, uh, a big mess of fish, or just treat yourself and uh, treat yourself and the lady to a little, uh, little feed down there, and you'll be happy you went. They've got a really nice clam chowder. I know, I know, Alex. Actually, you, you're a big fan of the Pelican's brunch, are you not? Dude, huge fan of the brunch, and also yeah, like the but become because we're not here as much anymore. Become a big fan of the fishmonger, and uh, man, they they got they used to make the most baddest ass brunch ketchup. They don't make it anymore, but oh. they make the the smoke the smoke cod dip. Oof. Oh, hell yeah, dude! That's there you good, go. That's charcuterie sure. board, boys. That's a testament right there. That's a firsthand account, boys. That's a marketable product. A brunch ketchup. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. that just sounds good. You know, yeah, it feels like I gotta start making it again because everyone asked for it. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's 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 hot. That's good Get stuff. Get on that. Yeah, so Pelican Seafood Market and Grill. If you mention uh, best friends catching up, we'll give you a little ten dollar voucher that you can put towards uh, their market or their restaurant. And our first uh, new sponsor that we've had on the pod in uh, friggin' seems like months, eh, Joe? Is uh, ShrettWealthManagement.ca. No, ShrettGroup.ca. I knew you, I knew Mark was going to fuck that up. <laughs> let me, Alex, trust me, you want me doing the... Uh, wow, the you just let me walk right into that, that one. Eh? Mark, I, Mark, we used to be that. I let you, I knew you were going to fuck it up, and I, I'm like, I'm going to see if he's going to do it right. You baited me into that, you sandbagging son of a bitch. All right, listen here, Mark. Onwards. If you If you were a little bit smarter, wow. you would know a little bit something about ShrettGroup.ca. It's, <laughs> it's the best... <laughs> it's the honestly these guys are the fucking best it started from humble beginnings he used to humble. go their their father used to go on to the fucking radio stiff as a goddamn board <laughs> and just give his two cents and he's got customers coming in and you know what it's not it's in amazing hands because alex has taken over that thing and he's taken it into the 21st century and beyond Nice. You got to go check out check out ShredGroup.ca. They'll tell you better than anything I can tell you. It's a, it's a great guy running it, and I promise you, you'll love it. Good plug, Jojo. Multi generational here. Yeah, you'll exactly. Have the, you'll have the fittest, most handsome stockbroker yeah. in all of Ottawa. So if that that alone that alone yeah. is enough to go check out the website and just uh, you know, yeah. I'm all over that voice. That's nice. Yeah, dude, looking good, Alex. Uh, this has been another wonderful episode of Best Friends Catching Up. We're glad that you joined us. Uh, it would mean a lot to us if you enjoyed it to either rate the podcast on iTunes, subscribing's always good, and just tell a friend, you know, share the share the good word of Best Friends Catching Up. And as always, call an old friend, catch up. Alex, You that goes for you too. I want mm. you to think of someone that you haven't spoken to in a year who... You know, is a great friend, maybe one of those guys from out west. I know you saw him recently, but give him a call. It's uh, I'm. You'll always be glad you did. And that goes to everyone. Mm. I feel you, boys. Good, excellent send off. Well, absolutely, I totally agree. Word them up, bum 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 bum. Word them up, bum 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 bum.